the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal, too. These children are influenced to believe that they may be the wrong gender. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. Because I know that lots of people have had it up to here. They have had it up to here with this agenda, with the targeting of their children. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com, and that's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here Monday through Friday on the word Columbus at 10.20 a.m. Eastern Time, and also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids, and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. You are aware, as we discuss this here frequently, of the explosion in interest in public schools in this country and the encouraging grassroots involvement of more and more parents and citizens who want to make a difference. So today we're going to talk to a new leader in education activism here in Ohio. My guest today is Tyson Butler, who has recently become the co-chair of the Southern Region of Ohio for the Protect Ohio Children Coalition. So welcome, Tyson, to Mission America Radio. Thank you, Linda. I appreciate you having me on. So... Tyson, first of all, I think people would benefit from knowing some of what you explained to me about your um, background growing up and being on the West Coast and all of that. So why don't you fill people in and we'll start there. Sure. I, um, you know, as, as I went through life, I, I, I tried to kind of quantify things on, on where my passion lies and, and uh, throughout this process of, of connecting with Protect Ohio Children Coalition. Um, you know, I, I was really called by God to really kind of focus on, on where I'm at and what I'm and what I'm really, really passionate about. And one of those things um, has always been activism for me. Um, I did, uh, well, first off, I, I'm an NFL brat. My dad ended up playing uh, 
get an opportunity in playing with uh, the Seattle Seahawks, the NFL team in Seattle. My mom went into labor with me in the Kingdom Elevator during a game. <laughs> um, the Kingdom wow. no longer exists, but that, uh, there's a little piece of me there still in mm-hmm. Seattle. And uh, but it, but then after that, after my dad's playing career ended, uh, we moved back home, uh, and that was Oakland, California. So I grew up in the Bay Area, um, and I say all that to tell you that um, you know as as a young person, uh, I was kind of thrust into activism um, at a very young age. Um, my aunt was a Black Panther. My grandmother was um, grew up in the uh, in the South, South Carolina, and um, just my family heritage uh, really went to activism, um, standing up for our rights, being God loving. Um, and God-fearing citizens, and, um, you know, just speaking out against things that were wrong, uh, with whether it be with big government or um, establishment or at the time of my grandmother, um, the civil rights movement. So you know, I always have felt like that was kind of ingrained into my DNA. Um, so as I, as I kind of grappled on to Protect Ohio Children Coalition, um, I wanted to note that definitely activism for sure was something that was very, very deep in my heart and um, helping people understand issues that were going on in our country um, and as well as locally um, to encourage them and, and motivate them to be active um, in, in the process of, of being American citizens and how great that was that we had the opportunity to do so. Um, yeah. The other piece of me is um, I was – since my dad was an NFL player, I grew up in the game of football, grew up around sports quite a bit in the Bay Area, um, went to a, um, a private Catholic high school, ended up playing football there and getting a scholarship out of there um, where I studied uh, child development, um, cognitive development at Sacramento State University. And, um, you know, so I think that's where my other passion lies. Um, it certainly has always been uh, with children. I've always been really good with children and um, just loved being around the energy and helping them and um, seeing them grow mentally, physically, spiritually, um, and, and emotionally. And so I, I kind of took that on for my, for my education and expanded that into a coaching career of my own. Um, so I, I did that and, and had a great, great time uh, leading young leaders at the collegiate level and uh, actually got to coach with my father-in-law, Steve Mishagian. Um And uh, I say all that to say that uh, he, at the time, was my head coach at Sacramento State. So mm. that's where my wife, Janae, and I met. And uh, we, didn't, we, didn't, we weren't really together until senior year, but, uh, but essentially we, uh, we fell in love, and we've been together ever since. And um, that kind of brings me around back to – to Ohio because uh, Janae's dad obviously was a collegiate football coach, but he was also an NFL coach. And uh, in one of his stops was here at uh, the Cincinnati Bengals as a wide receiver coach. So, um, you know, children, uh, huge passion. Um, obviously, activism, being uh, being really in depth with the community and helping people understand issues. That's very prominent in my in my spirit 
And so um, it's kind of came me a, a full on roundabout of bringing me to Ohio, um, a place that I never imagined that I would be ever in life um, from California and um, still being able to expound on the passions that I have um, at this time in my life for my family and for my community. And so um, I've been happy to do that since I've been here. That's yeah. just a little bit and about it, me. Yeah, your your uh, enthusiasm has really caught on, and uh, a lot of people have said great things about what you've already done in Cincinnati. So, um, so let's just go forward from here. So, uh, well, I want to just reset here a little bit with uh, folks who might be just joining us. We're talking on Mission America Radio today with Tyson Butler, who is the uh, Southern Region Co-Chair for uh, the Protect Ohio Children Coalition. So. You, uh, what you related to me is how you jumped on board with the um, issues that we've been talking about so much lately in schools was when you encountered some of this in, in a school board meeting. So uh, give us a few minutes and tell us, uh, tell us about that, because I thought that was a fascinating situation. Sure. So, um, you know, for the audience, I am a proud African-American, Polynesian-American man. And so I, I love both cultures that I come from. Uh, I grew up very proud um, in both cultures and, and understanding where I came from. Um, just a, a quick a quick side note, my grandfather, um, Ibini Halafia, he was the first Tongan um, to graduate from Utah State University. Um, he wow. was originally from Tonga. That's where he met my grandmother, um, Kay Halafia. And um, he was a he is still a part, the bloodline is, a part of the royal family in Tonga. Um, wow. So it's one of those stories where he <laughs> kind of left uh, the islands, right, and the missionaries kind of drove this this kind of transition. Um, and he moved to the United States where he felt like he could um, really expound on the dream of America and uh, provide an even better life for his family here in the States. Um, so I say all that to tell you that, you know, I come from a very proud background. Um, and uh, so coming to Ohio, where there's there's not many Polynesians in, in Ohio yet, uh, maybe on the football team here and there, but there's not a lot of Polynesians, and that's okay. Um, but getting into the schools and, and understanding this, it was kind of been a transition for me uh, with young children. So, I But I know the issues. Like I said, one of the biggest passions for me is activism. So I understand um, where the school boards were going. I understood the teachers' unions, uh, both nationally and locally, um, and how they were affecting, um, you know, essentially curriculum uh, in certain states. That's one of the reasons why I moved from California with my family is because we saw um, a lot of this coming down the pipe in California, and we chose not to be around it, and we chose not to... Uh, subject our children to it. So um, to my dismay, um, here in Forest Hill School District in, in Anderson Township, uh, we ended up, I ended up kind of hooking up with a group, um, just kind of understanding what was going on here in the, in the school district. And uh, fortunately, I was able to hook up with the Eastside Republican Club. Um, they kind of opened me with open arms and, and welcomed me with open arms. And um, from there, I was able to kind of plug in with uh, the Concerned Citizens for Freedom, 
um, and other individuals that uh, happen to be precinct executives from the Republican Party. Um, and then from there, my relationships with, uh, with multiple individuals, too many to name, that have had an influence on, on me growing into um, the type of activist or, or as, as, uh, as active as I want to be um, into this political sphere of Ohio. So mm -hmm. from there, um, the relationships grew and grew, and my first school board meeting, uh, actually my second school board meeting, um, I was met by a woman um, that was going on public comment and went went forward to kind of tell the, the entire audience how they should check their white privilege at the door and um, how uh, minorities um, didn't have the same opportunities as as, as others uh, that didn't have the same skin color and uh, how they pretty much needed to check their white privilege uh, at the door and understand that that exists. And for somebody, um, I think I laid a good groundwork of where I come from, um, I, I, you know, I was, I was pretty pissed off about it, to be quite frank about it, um, that somebody would tell somebody that, uh, or a group of people at that, that uh, be, just because of the color of somebody's skin, that they didn't have the same opportunities as Americans, um, really, really, really ticked me off. So I just decided to, to talk. Um, I, didn't, I didn't go in planning to talk. I went in to kind of get a, a lay of the land for my second school board meeting ever. Um, but once she got done speaking, I went up directly to the director that was uh, bringing on the uh, the signatures and the uh, public comment forms, and I said, you're going to take my form. You're going to take it. He said, hey, we're already done. Uh, you know, we, you know, I can't accept it anymore. And I said, the hell you can't. I said, you're going to take this form. You're going to take it up there right now. I'm going to talk. And so he did. And, um, and I think that's essentially where um, – where I was able to really, really help people understand where I was coming from and a perspective that I had. Um, you know, like I said, I, in, in a nutshell, I simply said I didn't, I didn't agree uh, with teachers or anybody for that matter teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children um, simply based on the color of their skin. Um, I certainly didn't agree that there were institutions that were set um, to, to put them in a bad situation. Um, I certainly didn't believe that, uh, that police were out there to get people um, of, my, of my skin color uh, just to do it. Um, and I also knew, understood that there was a way for us to kind of transcend past this, and the way to do it was to continue to be great parents and to reinforce the kind of values and, um, and principles that my family on both sides had instilled in me at a very young age, and that is to work hard, to be a good person, be God-fearing, and to stand up for yourself. And, um, and you know, God has a path for you, so to follow it. So yeah. um, from there, that's when I was really able to dive in um, from that moment on and let people know that I was, I was here, and um, I was a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> and and I, the only reason I felt that way was not only because of my background, but because of the people that I had around me that really did welcome me with open arms and yeah. saw that, um, you know, like, a, like I said, a proud African-American, Polynesian-American man um, really felt that there was a there's need for a change here. And fortunately, we were able to um, we were able to make sure that that happened. Um, 
in the political sphere. So yeah. then I worked hard to become a precinct executive. Oh, good, um, good. I was, well, uh, let's nominate. Yeah, for, let's nominate for that. Go ahead. Yeah, well, let's. Uh, we're coming up on a break. Let's talk more about that and some of the other issues that you've gotten so interested in. We're talking with Tyson Butler here on Mission America Radio, and uh, we will talk more about school issues and getting involved. Maybe you've thought about some of this yourself. Stay with us. We'll be right back following these messages. Don't go away. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 